Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. This is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji, and I am on the show today with Uju Onora. Uju is a nutritionist, <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's a health and wellness advocate. She's a first-class graduate of nutrition and dietetics from the prestigious University of Nigeria, Nsuka. She's a member of the American Society for Nutrition, Nutrition Society of Nigeria, and also an alumnus of the West African Academy of Public Health Internship. This lady is loaded. Like, <laughs> she's super loaded. Welcome, superstar. Welcome on the show. I'm so excited to have you. Welcome. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. We are so excited you could join us today. So, quickly, let's just get into the business of the day. First of all, Luju, what inspired your choice of career? This nutrition thing, did this start from bed? <laughs> what, what inspired this okay. passion, this passion for? for help mm, okay okay so basically i grew up in a family um where i literally i used to tell people i literally lived in the kitchen right my dad um had a family like how he started his life was through cooking he had a restaurant and you know so i literally grew up in the kitchen so um growing up i felt like okay I knew that whatever I was going to do was going to be related to food. Mm -hmm. At some point in my life, I was like, oh, okay, I think I might just be a cook and be cooking and making money. Okay. Then um, fast forward to, um, yeah, seriously, I felt like, I mean, that for me was fulfilling enough at some point in my life. I felt like, okay, cooking was fine, right? Mm -hmm. So, but then fast forward to, you know, um, going into secondary school and then, yeah, just about to, you know, get into school and all that. I felt like, um, I got into school, right? I put medicine because, I mean, everybody was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're intelligent, thing. you're this mm -hmm. one, you're brainy, oh, put medicine. Oh, okay, I was like, okay, fine. So we're not doing the cooking thing again. Oh, mm. so, and then let me just say, God had a very, um, God has a very awesome way he does his things, right? And yes. I didn't get the medicine, right? It didn't work out which was surprising for everybody i mean god how is that even possible mm -hmm. so but um, i didn't get it so but i got into school that same year um or i got into school a different course so long story short while in the university still same university of nigeria i, uh, I had a roommate and then my roommate had a friend that was in nutrition and dietetics and somehow somehow i started hearing you know gist of the things they do and it piqued my interest i was like this isn't necessarily cooking this is like bigger than cooking mm -hmm. um, solving health challenges through food and and that was it like it was like rocket science to me it was it just a, like a eureka like it happened i knew this was it for me and to to just um you know wrap it all up the very um first time i applied while in same school at the time right i applied i got so i'm very passionate about helping people aside from my passion to cook but i'm really particularly passionate about helping people live what i would call their best lives through help what they eat because as much as we normally think that eating has to just do it um you know your weight it's bigger than that and i'm glad we actually even the topic we're about to discover that how it even impacts on you know stress levels and a couple of things so what we it has so much it's it's bigger than we we can um like we can think of it affects 
even what you eat can lead you can lead somebody to depression over a long couple of years or something Whoa, so that is for me this one. is Mm. This is a fulfilling career for me. I'm happy where I want I am and I hope to keep, you know, just helping lives, right? And helping people to just eat right and be their best selves through what goes into their tummy. Yeah. That is I mean, you discovered it early and it's so so amazing. <laughs> like you're on the path. You didn't have to figure it out for a long time. It's so good. I am super happy for you, really, because you're really passionate about it. Thank thing. you. And it's so <laughs> awesome. Thank okay, you. so there is something that you said that was just very catchy. You said what we eat in mm-hmm. the long run could lead to depression. And are you sure we've not been eating our way to depression? Well, not this way. <laughs> Without really mm-hmm. even thinking about well, uh, Yeah, um, not necessarily. It's not like, but really, it could influence it. It's not like as if necessary food causes depression, yes, right? Okay. But it could really influence it a lot. It could okay. influence what you eat. It could influence it, yes. Okay, that's very good that we cleared that up. All right, so very quickly. Um, <laughs> yes, okay. so because, I mean, it, it's, it's fine that we, we have to put that clarity immediately. Yes, okay, please. So it's very important. Of course. Okay. Who needs a nutritionist? I mean, if you're sick, you go to the doctor. If you're mm-hmm. nice, you go to this. So who should come to you people? What I'm not supposed to come to you. Why? Who needs a nutritionist? So I know if I should be contacting you immediately. <laughs> Okay. Um, I feel like um, I think an average human being, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean average, or rather a human being, an adult, right? A typical adult eats in a day at least, and an average maybe once a day, maybe depending on factors. Some people even eat up to four times in a day or five times. You know, where am yeah. I heading to? The truth is, everybody eats. I mean, even a child in the womb is eating from the mother. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're a living being and you eat and you and you have to eat because you need to eat to get energy and you know to do your functions to go to work to mm-hmm. do whatever it is you want to do really you need a nutritionist in your life mm. yes wow. as long as your um, mouth yes and you are eating yes, <laughs> you yes. need a nutritionist mm-hmm. <laughs> you need a wow. nutritionist in your life trust me when i say that in this part of the world because experiences with some clients i find out that some people oftentimes come to us only when it seems like oh they have a particular health challenge or issue mm-hmm. but they forget that you could actually have prevented it if you had a nutritionist in your life earlier before that time so as long as you're eating you're using food to fuel your body which is i don't think there's any human being that uses any other thing to fuel that fuel their body for you know functions mm-hmm. so as long as you're eating trust me when i say you need the nutrition is even down like i said earlier a baby because even in my profession we have specializations there are people that are into pediatric nutrition so yes even babies need nutritionists in their life so children need nutritionists in their life adults elderly pregnant women everybody um you know just teenagers name it we all need that um level of professionalism um from somebody who can tell you oh this is how best you could eat at this particular stage of your life bedtime because each stage um stages of an individual's life um sometimes needs most times not even sometimes most times needs a different level of um, nutrition for the body i mean i can't compare myself the level of nutrition i need is totally totally different from a woman that is pregnant um a woman that is pregnant is different from a woman who becomes um, an elderly 
Yeah. Um, let's say 40, um, 50, 60 years from now, her nutrition needs are different. It's different from a teenager. I mean, a girl that her, um, is growing up, um, she just started the peak of her puberty. It's different. It's different from a girl who's just about five, four, six years old. It's different. So nutrition at every stage of life is so important. So yes, in answer to your question again, everybody needs a nutritionist. Okay. So if you're out there listening to us and you're wondering, well, I'm not sick, so this is not for me. No, people. <laughs> no, no. This is for you. This is for you. You need a nutritionist. You need one. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And Uju yeah. is here for you, so you can always contact her. Don't worry. She will tell us <laughs> where we can contact her, so all the information will be available very soon. All right, Uju, I know you are loaded for us today. I know you are ready for us. So we are going to go into what we have today, diet and stress management. Diet and stress Mm -hmm. management. Okay, so before I allow you go into, you know, giving us all that you have prepared for us today, there's this question that I've been thinking of of over and over again, you know. Can we we prevent stress through dieting? Is it possible? Mm. Um, I would answer um, no, but um, diet can influence it. But sincerely speaking, you can't prevent stress through diet because um, I don't want to make it look like what you eat alone is what can help you prevent stress. Because the sincere truth is, in the long run, stress is as a result of many factors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's as a result of that pressure, that feeling of um, there are a lot of events happening in, your, in one's life or changes, things are occurring that just one way or the other your body is just trying to fight it's not coping it's not it's not it's just really it's just trying to cope with the pressure so diet has a great extent of impact i remember i mentioned that diet can actually impact on depression example but it's it might be too one-sided to say that you can prevent stress with diet. Really? It might be very, very, yes, it's, okay. it will be a very distorted um, view and um, um, statement to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's that's perfect. That's awesome. Okay. So you just take it from here. I know you are ready. So we are all ears. <laughs> we are all ears, really. Okay. So um, basically, like I said earlier, I mean, it's important that we understand that stress basically is... Mm-hmm. Um, as an individual, it could have uh, is a feeling of um, that happens when you're you're somehow um, being overwhelmed with you know a whole lot of life changes, life events, things that are happening, right? And stress doesn't always come from bad things, right? It could be good things. I mean, mm-hmm. people who are newly married. Some people have had a newly married you know friend of mine, and she's like she's really stressed out, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, like a whole lot of things about marriage is just sort of stressing her, right? Um, she later um, has a child, a new, um, she has a baby now. It's stressful, like, you know, so stress doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Of course, yeah. when you look at it in the bad side, it could be sometimes loss of a loved one, it yeah. could be loss of a job, you know, could be um, loss of an opportunity, you know, maybe you apply for something and then, oh, it didn't just work out. So, uh, it could be a lot of things. It could be the good and the bad. Even a new job, getting a new job. I mean, transitioning into a new job could yeah, actually could cause stress. Yeah. You know, yes. So, get being into a new family. Some people, like I said, that will get married, and then somehow that feeling of just coming into a new family can sometimes just be overwhelming for them. People are different. Yeah. So, which brings me to say that 
what could cause stress for you may not cause stress for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it could what could um, induce? Yes, I think a more pro- appropriate word is what induce. What could induce stress for me may not likely induce stress for you. And also, that being said, it's also important that now add that how you, how stress we react when um, in terms of our diet when we are stressed also differs. Mm-hmm. Now, um, there are people who, when they are very stressed, they shut down like it could go a whole day and they don't remember there's something called food like they could comfortably go a whole day they don't remember something called food then then there are other people on the other end of the spectrum who when they are stressed anything called food as, want to as feel it's coming <laughs> it is it is going in it mm-hmm. is you know it's it's just coming in so i'm a nutritionist but i'm going to tell you from my personal experience that sort of stress makes me emotional I, like i could be a stress eater mm. but of course because i'm a nutritionist it helps um, i have a knowledge base on how i can combat it how i can contribute but i'm actually a stress stress eater mm-hmm. um let me uh, remember when i lost my dad i was eating oh my god people were surprised though i was eating it was for me a coping mechanism mm. i was eating yes yeah, so some other people obviously i mean it's so maybe some sort of sounds crazy for somebody to see somebody who just lost their father and, mean, just and then they're just mm. loading up on them obviously i have friends that were bringing food okay so i was eating then i was still in school it happened when i was in school some others could shut down they wouldn't like they could go three days leave them just you know even the sight of food irritates mm. them so i wasn't eating it because i was hungry not in itself i wasn't but i was it was kind of it was a psychological reaction it was because that point in my life what happened to me was causing me stress anxiety and a whole lot of pain and hurt so all of them are always together coming together stress anxiety pain hurt they could all be you know happening at the same time Something that causes you pain can actually actually cause you stress because stress in itself is just that overwhelming feeling when you can't handle certain um, life events and changes as they come. True. So this is one thing. Now, what really, um, like I said, I'm a stress eater, and um, and there are people who are really a lot on the spectrum more than the people who shut down, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this is because there's sort of something that happens in the body. So yeah, there's something we call a stress hormone. It's called cortisol, right? Um, so I don't, I try, I'll try as well not to be too much dragon. But the thing is that when we are stressed, that hormone, for some persons, when they are stressed, that hormone spikes up. Cortisol and then grenadine. Grenadine is hunger hormone. Everybody has these hormones actually. Cortisol, grenadine, we all have all these things. But they are always at different levels in our body as time goes on. When you're hungry as an individual, that means your grenadine is very high. So, um, let's go back to the stress, right? I mean, when I'm really stressed, when you're really stressed, for some persons, oh, the cortisol, the ghrelin, it spikes up, and they start um, looking for something to eat, and, you know, and it could lead to overeating. But there's something that also happens. There's something that also happens. Most sometimes, it's not even eating the right... This craving, yes, I think it's best I call it craving. It's not craving normal food sometimes it could be craving for it's mostly craving for sugars sugary food um junks processed food Mm -hmm. um you see somebody who probably just 
God said breakfast, you know, the kind of breakfast I'm talking about, the heartbreak, you know, that kind of thing. And then the lady is, the lady begins to look for food. I think it happens more in American movies though. Um, so the American lady or the foreign lady is looking for chocolates, ice cream, chips. Anything it's it's actually yes it's it's actually an um a psychological reaction mm-hmm. at that point her cortisols are high her ghrelins are high and she's craving sugary and fatty foods excuse me right she's craving sugary and fatty foods so when we talk about stress and diet it's like a very it's you can talk about it like but the major thing is, is important for us to understand is that um like i think I, I think you mentioned you asked me that question already that um that can necessarily be something that prevents you from being stressed mm-hmm. but 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 it can impact like i just talked about when we are stressed but on a normal as a, as a normal in, individual there's also a possibility based on your question that what i eat can impact on when I, on my stress levels um if i'm taking things like um we talk about their food we call um, mood boosters right mood boosters and then foods that are sort of good when we are when we are stressed we try to you know take more of these things and then foods that when we are stressed or we we are noticing that there's a possibility of being stressed or we know or we notice that there's a possibility of being stressed we avoid some of these foods right yes so okay let me start with the mood boosters or, or foods that are regarded as foods that you can eat to help these are things that sort of encourage that you eat as um you know could make them or something the first one is water <laughs> you know people talk about water is life you know it's very popular saying but the thing the wonders of water in fact the things that water doing this in, in this our body it hasn't all been discovered that is very sincere truth wow. so when we when we take water on a normal self on a very normal time i don't know if i'm sure you've heard of this and sometimes you see you're having you feel um headache and then when you take water yeah it's, it's just like as if it disappears it, it disappears exactly exactly because the um the truth is mild forms of mild or severe form of dehydration right actually can increase our, our cortisol levels mm. so and headache also is just sort of like could also be our body's reaction to that rising stress that is also happening so um, stay hydrated like i talk about this thing a lot stay hydrated you, i don't think there's ever like, too much of water mm. but let me just say on, on a recommended level at least if you can take at least eight glasses of water a day eight glasses eight glasses standard glass one glass is about 250 ml eight glasses is like take okay let me use sachi water because i think um it's more conversant here yeah. take at least four sachi water in egypt at least if you can make it up to six all the better if you can make it up to six all the better so four to six sachi water in a day and it's never too much this, so you can take it is than- never too much right. it is never too much as much as you can you know because another fear people normally have is oh the pain thing but i'm like think about this thing weigh weigh your options properly do you prefer to be pain or would you prefer that your body is dehydrated to the pain i mean is it not to choose the lesser evil if i'll use the word so if the pain is all you the only problem you have pee away feel free to pee <laughs> pee away my please <laughs> pee away feel free and pee 
I mean, you know, the world is very um yeah. I usually do not like it when people talk about oh my problem with drinking water is spin. You don't have problem. You do not have problem. Yeah. So then you talk about other things. Um, you talk about milk, milk. You know, common things we think about when we think about milk is that it gives us calcium, and that's excellent, right? Um, calcium and calcium. We all know. I think even from our elementary um knowledge we know that calcium is good for bones you know strong bones and all that but calcium also has an impact you know um some studies by harvard university um has, it shows that it has an impact on your mood like that calcium has an impact to um you know improve your mood levels so which also impacts on your stress levels because when your mood is um you know you're feeling good your stress levels are going down it's just like one is either one is off then get ones down and then just like that so you can't be feeling good and then you're stressed it's not really possible really per se so calcium milk milk is really awesome like milk good milk so sometimes you're feeling stressed and i think you've heard of this thing too because um i think it worked for me also when i was in school a warm glass of milk when you're so feeling so stressed or you're tired just take a warm glass of milk I don't know for any other person, but I can say from experience, this one is not um, theoretical knowledge. It relaxes me. I did it so much in school, like it relaxes me a lot when I because I'm stressed. You know, like I told you, stress could mean a lot of things for different people. Okay, yeah. So I'm this kind of person because I um, I wanted to go first class thing. Sometimes I'm in school and I'm thinking, oh my, I have this assignment I need to do. I have, and I didn't notice that my stress level is constantly coming up. So I just take um, milk. I make it thick, thick milk. Yes, I do thick milk. <laughs> and then, you know, make it warm, not hot, or put a little sugar and or just to sweeten it a little bit more. And then it, it kind of does this instant magic. And I sometimes I even sleep up and it helps me a little because that, that feeling of stress and anxiety is like, it can get overwhelming sometimes and it's not very good. Yeah. So then you have dark chocolate, right? Um, dark yeah. chocolate has um, what we call antioxidants, which also helps reduce your stress levels. Like it just calms you. You know, when people talk about chocolate, they can be very, um, they can generalize too much, but specifically, okay, so you talk about dark chocolate. Dark chocolate helps reduce your stress levels a lot. So when you basically want to buy chocolate, you even see it on your body that is dark chocolate. And then when you even unwrap it, it's, you will not see the chocolate. There's this really, it's dark it's not light it's not brown you know chocolate is brown right so the brown is not light it's really thick brown if i'll use the word mm-hmm. talk about bananas bananas has very amazing um vitamins in the body that be particularly vitamin um b vitamins that help reduce stress levels talk about fish oh my god fish is really good because of this fish contains omega-3 fatty acids mm-hmm. this like this um particular um substance in the, in this fish helps reduce helps with stress levels fish is really good for it um yeah. for stress levels then oranges oranges mm. oh my god oranges have vitamin c i mean that's common knowledge and yeah. vitamin c is so so also helpful in reducing that cortisol remember i called cortisol a, a stress hormone yeah that's like what it's actually called yeah so when it's high in the body very very bad like 
it's oh, not good for your cortisol levels to be really high. <laughs> yes. Yeah, to just, you know, go to a very normal level. Avocados are really amazing too. They have the um avocados are amazing. Leafy greens, living greens, because they contain I mean living greens are literally like some wonder wonder workers, like because they contain a lot of things, vitamins, minerals antioxidants so liver greens are even a whole lot of things on their own so they, they don't just help in the stress levels they help in other things right so i recommend all these things then you talk about teas hey i'm going to emphasize on this tea now because i know that tea in nigeria is not actually tea a typical tea <laughs> in tea nigeria is, is <laughs> milk and milk. yes yes and that's not really what i'm talking about here yeah. i'm talking about maybe um some herbs and this thing yes. maybe chamomile or a lot of kinds of leaves or herbs that you just infuse in um with hot water mm-hmm. and all that so you take the the whatever comes out from the, those leaves and all that so they are most of them are already in tea bags mm-hmm. so it makes it even easier so you, there are some teas out there that actually helps preferably chamomile the one that has cinnamons all these things this very natural help they have this soothing effect on the body they really have this certain effect i mentioned all this food it doesn't necessarily always mean that you should focus on this food yes these foods have specific things that actually help reduce stress level but guess what if as an individual if as an individual i'm actually eating healthy on a normal it can i don't even need to always this food i already called should be part of my diet so i don't need to focus on this one to say oh i'm trying to reduce my stress level if i already as an individual i love to take water am i not already like solving that problem yeah. do not necessarily focus on this one and say oh because um these are the foods or oh, this is not like i see this is the only thing we eating focus on what i tell people the easiest thing i tell people is focus on whole foods mm. than processed foods what do i mean when i say whole foods foods that you know like your normal rice yam swallow or that's your soup your soups these are like whole foods these foods are not processed you can't compare these things to pizza you can't compare alcohol um soda drinks caffeine foods containing refined sugars and alcohol are not even so good for stress levels at all refined sugar can even spike up the person's blood sugar levels and then when it brings it down the person's mood can just become something else so it's these are a whole lot of physiological um um, um it happens in the body these are things that happen in the body so as much as possible a rule of thumb i always tell my clients and anybody is while i do not i do not advocate to focus on one particular food and say this food is going to help reduce my stress level mm-hmm. generally focus on nourishing your body yeah. nourish your body with healthy foods generally fuel your body rightly trust me if you fuel your body rightly your stress levels like you asked me a question it may not necessarily help avoid the stress totally but it can help you know reduce it and also reduce the impact mm-hmm. yes the impact of the stress if i'm always eating this food there's something called serotonin and dopamine now serotonin and dopamine are what we call neurotransmitters mm-hmm. and these neurotransmitters are basically in a not in a very simple term help they help to like create this relaxed feeling in your brain Mm. so the higher the serotonin and dopamine that i have the higher the chances that i'm relaxed like my brain is not there's no i'm not feeling the sense of pressure and a lot of things anxiety pressure you know worry like 
Serotonin and dopamine are very good neurotransmitters for the brain. So now, guess what? All these foods I mentioned, most of them, 90% of them contain serotonin. And then fruits and wow. vegetables, whole foods. Like, you know, this your um swallow carbs, complex carbohydrates, swallow yam, potatoes. They help to increase the serotonin level rather. Sorry, not that they have serotonin rather. They help to increase the serotonin level. The summary of everything I'm trying to say is, it's healthy. Instead of going for, I'll tell people, instead of going for packet foods, um, foods that are in packaged form, canned form, cook your meals at home. Mm-hmm. Your plantain porridge, your potato porridge, your soup and eba or fufu, or these are very amazing foods which contain a lot of things. I mean, that okra that you're putting in your food now, you don't know that that okra soup, that okra alone, the things that that okra has, the antioxidant that the okra has, and you look at other things. So, don't be so obsessed about all these foods I mentioned. These are just basically to help you to have a knowledge base that, oh, maybe if I'm really so stressed, like really, really so stressed, I could just get any one. of these things mm-hmm. and also help. Like me now, I told you about the milk, right? Yeah. Yogurt also works for me. I noticed it. Like when I take yogurt, a very chewed yogurt, I, I feel this sort of... It doesn't mean that I'm always drinking yogurt all the days of my life. But yeah. at least having a knowledge base that, okay, yogurt actually helps, you know, a little reduce my stress level is actually a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, on a normal day, I try to eat healthy. I try to make sure that I'm hydrated. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure that... I don't even take soda at all. But of course, I'm not going to tell you you as an individual not to take soda at all. But reduce the intake. Because guess what? Like I said, the refined sugars are spiking up your blood sugar levels, which are not good, right? So while you do not focus on this, what I call the mood-boosting foods or something, but generally try to, when you want to eat, ask yourself this question. When I want to eat, are they healthy carbs you know carbs do i have carb do i have fruits do i have vegetables do i have a protein mm-hmm. sauce don't be eating food bland you know when you eat rice look for egg even if you can't afford meat look for egg if you can't afford egg look for beans you know something to just all add do whole food, the whole complement your food mm-hmm. add do the rice and the beans add vegetables and you're good to go so you mustn't necessarily buy chicken turkey or something and kill yourself or you know if you don't if you can't necessarily afford afford those things at the time just focus on nourishing your body think about i I look at the body as um, a car you know sometimes and i see that what i eat is what fuels my body so if i'm able to fuel my body rightly i mean my body in this case car will function well it will take me for to wherever i want to go as long as the distance (laughs) is my car will take full full mood and all that so yeah, that's true that is just it really in a nutshell on stress and diet it's healthy but that's then it's it healthy it's healthy that's like it's some um, reduced intake of sugary foods that sweet tooth you have you can cop it you can train your mouth your tongue to stop loving sweets and it should not let me not use the word sweet sugary things there's a difference between sugary and sweet mm. you should enjoy food Nobody's saying you should take bitter cola or food that is not sweet. <laughs> bitter leaves. Some washed bitter leaves. Do, do you understand? Yeah. You know? So, but you can train your tongue not to like sugary things. I've trained my mouth that, 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 that bad. If something is really sugary, 
I can't take soda. I can't stand taking soda. Is that bad? Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's too sugary for me. I can't. So, but I there was a time in my life. So it's not like I woke up and I stopped taking. There was a time in my life too. I used to take all those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not perfect, right? So the process. You can't, it's a on. process thank you it's a process that you have to be intentional about healthy living is intentional mm-hmm. it kind of pains me you know all right it kind of pains me when i'm talking to an individual and you notice that this person is so intentional about their career they are so they intentional are about their spiritual health. life <laughs> they are intentional about even their relationship you know a lot of things mm-hmm. but their health mm-hmm. they are not and i'm like i'm sorry but if you break down now don't you think other thing these other home. areas that you are even being intentional about mm-hmm. intentional about it's going to it's, it's all going to fall apart true i mean it's a healthy person that goes to church that prays that serves god it's a healthy person that that you know true. exactly exactly so why is it that oftentimes we do not think about our health so much just the same way you are intentional about making money doing your crypto for the crypto lovers special <laughs> yeah. shout out be intentional about what goes into your body yeah be intentional don't just you know be so um like and casual you see somebody that will take a whole full pan of pizza and mm. i'm like hello what do you know the amount of calories you just loaded in and fats and everything just of course i'm not going to tell you don't eat pizza i also eat pizza well, how about taking just a slice of it? In moderation. Why should you eat the whole pan? Why? <laughs> Somebody's guilty. So, it's about, you know, you know, you know, so we have to be so intentional about our yeah. health. Like, take it as serious as the same way we take money making. Every other thing. Um, God, our beliefs, our faith. Um, the same way we take this thing serious, we should take it also very, very serious. It, it's so very vital. Yeah, and it is. Do this thing. Even God wants us to be in health. Even He Himself wants exactly. us to be in health. Exactly. So it's very exactly. important. Exactly. It it it's so important. Yeah. It's so, so important. So, but I also need to add that there are other things you have to also do. I keep going back to the question you asked me because I think it's very important. The question, the first question you asked me, yeah. you know, if that um, can prevent, Events. you know, stress and all that. I, I keep talking about that. The fact that it's going to be a very um, distorted view for me to say yes, per se, mm-hmm. in as much as that can impact. So which brings me to other tools I think it's important could help reduce your stress levels, manage or as well prevent them. Mm-hmm. the first thing i feel importantly is having a very positive attitude to life mm-hmm. it's it's so important that even when the the days are rough the days are tough the days are not going as you as you anticipate mm-hmm. you have to be positive that positive attitude yes i mean it, it the way it can impact on your health it, you can't even tell like you cannot imagine positive attitude the good days, the bad days, and the seemingly ugly days mm-hmm. keep your positive attitude high, like cloud nine, 90, 100 percent high. Mm-hmm. That I also talk about, and I feel like it's also related to this positive thing. And I feel like this also is something that we also have to understand as an individual. Get to a point in your life that you as you understand that there are certain things in this life that you have absolutely absolutely no control over True. like 
if you like drop 10 million bridge that's will not change mm-hmm. it's so you have to get to that point because if you if you get to that point you understand that oh i can't control this right fine let it be yeah two things um as a as a believer i'm a christian i or whatever faith you are anyway muslim whatever you take it to your supreme god you know take mm-hmm. it to whatever you said or something i don't know so and just let it be then for the ones you can control obviously you ask yourself okay so what are the steps i need to, to get this thing done yeah a b c d d and that's it so you know of course you can't entirely run away from stress i mean there are some things you know you, you just have to do i mean yeah. you, there are things you just have to you can't entirely run away from it but then you also know there are things that if you had said no to them <laughs> you will not be you know your stress levels will be as high as probably your experience we all know these things we all know those opportunities those offers other things is family friends social support learn to just connect with people i mean we're not meant to do this life alone learn no. to connect with people yeah. connect yes love 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 leave love 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 meditation love. exercise <laughs> sleep therapy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lastly this is the one i'm always advocating if you feel you can't other things options have worked and stress levels are constantly going up anxiety even depression please it's okay it's very okay to consult somebody a professional and talk to this person mm-hmm. it's okay it doesn't mean you're weak yeah you're yeah. just a human being that needs professional yeah. help and that's mm-hmm. fine so yeah that's it really wow thank you so much you covered <laughs> everything your field beyond your field it's been an amazing time with you today thank you too it's like we should just continue till whenever all right thank you so much uju for being with us on the show thank you it's been a pleasure listening to a a superstar lady like you today (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much all right okay so I know so many people may want to contact you as a professional, right? So if we want to get across to you, how do we reach you? How do we get to you? Okay, um, you could reach out to me via my Instagram. You can send a DM on Instagram at the Geeky Nutritionist or the Geeky like D as in T-H-E-G-E-E-K-Y Geeky um, underscore Nutritionist. You could send a DM. You could also reach out to me via mail um honora ujuwon at gmail.com and then lastly and not the least you could call me on my night line 08039455054 and i would love to help you meet any of your diet related needs all right so you had it all you can get to do anytime any day and she'll be glad and willing to help you thank you so much Uju, for being on the show with us today I am so excited Thank to host you. you. And I'm sure you want to come back when I call on you again, right? <laughs> It's there's no problem. Always my pleasure. Yes, I've been with Uju Onuora, the nutritionist on the show today. Uju has been fantastic. She she gave us so much tips on how to, you know, reduce the stress level and and so many other things apart from diets that we could do to get those stress levels down, down, down. Yes, I am excited to have brought this to you today. This is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji. We now talk to you again next week. Bye.